All right, welcome everyone. Today is June the 14th, 2023. This is our All Lives Matter call with Alex Lloyd and David Pack. Um, I know myself, Johanna Chan, will be assisting. Before we hear from these guys though, I wanna share this disclaimer. This presentation is for education and informational purposes only. And since we're going to be talking about issues of health and well-being, we wanted to make sure that you understand this information is not intended to heal or cure anything. Everything in the presentation are the opinions of Alex Lloyd, David Peck, myself, or you if you choose to share. You should always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any specific health concerns you may have. All right, take it away, guys. Thanks so much, Johanna. Uh, I'm Alex Lloyd, the good-looking guy in the middle in the... Uh, what color is that? Eggplant? Is that eggplant? Cranberry. Cranberry. <laughs> cranberry. The good-looking guy in the cranberry is uh, Dr. David Peck. And we are here to try to help you and anyone who wants a better life to increase their emotional by well-being 100% or more in the next 12 months or less. And we believe we can give you the tools for free to do that. You know, what's amazing to me is that you do something like this and you're literally trying to give it away. And people, so many people, once they hear it's free, they aren't interested anymore. When, when I first started my practice with the healing codes, uh, I mean, for, and switch from mainstream uh, psychology and counseling to the healing codes, when I switched to the healing codes, I was trying to give it away. I wasn't trying to charge for it. I was trying to give it to people for free. They wouldn't take it. They wouldn't, they didn't believe it was worth anything. If it was worth something, it'd cost something, right? So when I started charging for it, then people got interested. But we're not doing that. Uh, we're trying to do it for free. Now, if we if we need to charge $5,000 before you'll try it, uh, we can do that, but I don't think I don't think you want that, considering that the free thing works as good as the five thousand dollar thing, and and we believe that's the case here. So it's God's that, work. It's God's work. I believe that. So so that's why we're here. And uh, so Dave, this this is the last in our series, and it's the one that nails me right between the eyes. So I'll let you start, and I'll try to work up my courage while you're starting. <laughs> okay, number seven of the seven deadly sins, lust. Mm. Okay, here we are. So I think the first point though is, you know, we have to we have to say, why is, ask why is lust a sin? And what is it exactly? And so what I'd like to just say is that, how do we distinguish normal, healthy sexual desire normal healthy sexual desire from unhealthy lust and so i think the main the key point is because it we should everyone from the adolescence has sexual desire and that's we want to have sexual desire otherwise we couldn't have a, a species we shouldn't have propagation but in my opinion it has to do with the control and the unhealthy control, the mental slavery control methods that we've talked about before. And so 
the way you can distinguish it and you know lust is craving of course but, you know but un, with unhealthy if there's manipulation involved coercion bullying dogmatism any of those groupthink mind control gaslighting commentating uh, intimidation that's connected with that sexual desire or the sexualization of another person etc cetera, etc cetera, then I believe that's where the sin comes into it. So, you know, my own story, I'll tell you, you know, I've discussed this before, sort of sheepishly, but so, you know, as a result of some experiences with my, you know, early childhood, I first experienced flirting at the age of 50, strangely, right? So, you know, there I am. And so, you know, just, oh my God, you know, what's going on? It's a whole new world opening up at 50. So I was working at a hospital that'll remain nameless. And so, you know, me being a very, you know, naive young adolescent, basically from a mental, you know, sexual, mental, sexual maturity standpoint from flirting, et cetera. You know, there's residents, you know, these are junior doctors, et cetera young attractive so there i am flirting right well and i'm mean, with mutual consent it wasn't like there wasn't bullying involved i basically didn't even know how to bully basically in terms of that well the people the, the you know around me didn't like that at all and you know and oh my god so i, I experienced the full wrath i guess and the full you know uh, whatever um hate and all the 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 mechanisms for trying to destroy a person you know and and change their behavior went from manipulation to all kinds of bullying and so you know i i endured that you know and but the thing that really came to my mind is that as that was happening was you know if this is happening to me and i'm like a grown man you know what's going on with the kids you know, that was really what struck me, you know, what's going on in schools and things like that. So that really, you know, had a big effect on me, you know, in terms of how I see things now and, you know, how I proceed in life. And um, so anyway, um, but um, the other thing I wanted to say was, you know, what is it? Because it does seem that we as a society are obsessed with flirting and sex i think i mean I, to me it seems fairly obvious but anyone can disagree but why why is it if that's true why is that and, and who's pushing this and who, who's creating this because it it's probably it couldn't have always been like this you see it everywhere and 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 all i can say is that the things that are controlling our mind has to do with the media and Hollywood and, and the porn industry. And the question is who's controlling that? Who, because that, that, those are the people that are, you know, pumping those ideas into our head and making us want and desire. And it could be the, also the religious organizations. So the, 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 the two main pieces that I see that, and I've said this before, that contribute to the obsession have to do with deprivation and unhealthy control. And maybe they're related, maybe they're the same thing. But depriving people, you know, it's normal, like to have normal 
you know, flirting or whatever consensual flirting between two people and to have to have others trying to control that and and deprive one person of the other. It's no wonder it's become like that. So I blame the those pushers, those the the media the anyway. So who's controlling the media in Hollywood? I'll pass it to you, Alex. Thanks, Dave. Um, lust has been the biggest issue of my life, negative issue, that is. Um, and uh, the first time I remember lusting, I was five years old. Five. Not 50, like David said. Not 15. Five. The first time I remember lusting with a physical release was six years old in first grade. And I remember it like it was yesterday, okay? Now, here's what you have to know about me. Uh, I was born with all kinds of birth defects. My mom was told uh, never to have another child or it would kill her after my older brother. When it, that my, They told me that they took steps to make sure that wouldn't happen. But lo and behold, my mom's pregnant with me the doctors tell her to abort me, which was the only way it was legal then. Um, and she said, I'd rather die. But during that nine months, you got to empathize with her a little bit. She was experiencing extreme to extreme. She was experiencing extreme love for me, knowing, at least in her mind, that she would probably never even see me but that she was giving her life for me, okay? So extreme love. And then on the other hand, extreme terror, not just fear, terror. I mean, I've got nine months to live. I've got four months to live. I've got a week to live, okay? Um, and um, she did not die. She recovered, okay? But I was born with all kinds of birth defects. I'm dyslexic, I'm ADHD, I have a bunch of physical birth defects. Uh, I had two hip replacements and the doctor said, your joints are like nothing I've ever seen. You've got, ball, you've got eggs in sockets instead of balls in sockets. And, and that's not just in my hips, it's in other joints too. It's just that the hips finally got to the place where I couldn't walk if I didn't do something, all right? Um, and I believe that that, and I was born with an extremely turned up feeler, a turned up feeler. And I've experienced that all my life. If everything was felt on a zero to 10 scale, 10 being maximum, zero being not at all. And let's say most people would experience something as a five. I experience it as like an eight or nine. Okay. And that's just the truth. It's just the way I'm wired and it's, and it's unusual. That's one of the reasons uh, I, I, I'm passionate about things. My feeler is turned up. I, I care more about everything than I think a lot of people do. And, and I'm not saying in a good way, sometimes it's in a really negative way. All right. But because lust has been this, this, weight around my neck, this, this thing on my shoulders holding me back all my life. I've done a lot of study into it, okay? 
And, and here's what I believe. First of all, pornography, I believe, is the biggest addiction in the history of mankind. Uh, the latest research says that about 50% of males have either a habit or addiction related to porn. Uh, I grew up in church, and the and, uh, most important thing to me today is my relationship with God, okay? And um, um, and lust, I believe the reason that lust might be a sin is because of, of what they found in the latest pornography research. And, I, and when I say latest, this goes back to about five or six years ago. And I've got the studies. Uh, I should have had one here today. We're, we're in the process of selling our house, so I've got a lot of stuff packed up. But anyway, the latest studies on pornography um, show something unprecedented that, you know, you have love chemicals that your um, pituitary secretes when you experience love or happy or, or something wonderful. You have fear chemicals, cortisol, adrenaline, dopamine, that, that happen when something negative occurs. Uh, and, and we've talked a lot about that in the healing codes. Well, what they found out about pornography is that when you do pornography, all of the chemicals are released at the same time. All the love hormones, and all the fear, terror, panic hormones, all of them at the same time. And according to the research, it creates a chemical tidal wave in your brain that is almost impossible to resist. And it becomes an addiction. And, and, and the addiction is dopamine. People think they're addicted to porn. They're not. They're addicted to dopamine. They're addicted to this tidal wave of hormonal chemicals that happen when they do porn. It is a, li listen, it's a major rush. It is. It's a major, major rush. And you feel it. And, and the problem is that if you're not going to go out and run 10 miles or something, after you're done with porn, probably... 20, 30 minutes, you go into cortisol crash. And, and you can be there for hours. You can be there for decades. If you keep doing the same behavior, you can be there your whole adult life if you keep repeating those behaviors. And, and that hormonal tidal wave is what locks in the addiction. It is so strong and so powerful that you feel compelled to do it, okay? That's piece one. The second piece is your prefrontal cortex. When you imagine yourself doing something, uh, the way I say it, it's how you try it before you buy it. When you imagine yourself doing something, that's your prefrontal cortex and what it's connected to, all right? And when you imagine yourself doing something that you would like, that you think you would like to do, whether that's pornography or lusting over a girl or a, or a guy that you see in the mall or the, or the restaurant or something. When you do that, once you do it to the point that you feel it, which is usually, for, for me, it's about 10 minutes, okay? 
if you participate with that to the point that you feel it, however long that is for you, all right, here's what happens. Your unconscious mind takes ownership of it, which means now you have to have it because your unconscious mind has taken ownership of it. And so now if you don't get it, it's not a simple disappointment. It's grieving, like when somebody dies, okay? You're grieving over losing that thing that you never had because your prefrontal cortex and your unconscious mind working together, once you imagine having it to the point that you feel it, you, your unconscious has now taken ownership of it. And if you don't do it now, you're gonna be haunted. You're gonna be haunted. And I don't mean by ghosts, I mean by your own internal feelings. And until you lust, until you do that thing, whatever it is, whether it's lusting over a male or female in sex, or whether it's lusting over a new boat or car or house, a new shirt, um, so, almost anything, almost anything, okay? Um, so be very, very careful what you imagine, okay? Um, there's, a, there's a passage in the Bible that says that pride is the root of all evil. It also says money is the root of all evil, and they usually go together. But what is pride? I've been told by multiple scholars in those languages that a really good definition for pride is vain imagination, which means imagining something that is meaningless, worthless. Uh, that's what vain means. Vain, vain actually means meaningless or worthless, okay? So when you imagine something that you really should not be imagining at least to the extent that you feel it and participate with it and your unconscious takes ownership of it, you shouldn't be doing that. You should only be imagining things that are beautiful and lovely and true and excellent and, and healthy and, and those kind of things. When you imagine the other, you end up in a state of grief, in a state of loss. And what is the first emotion that comes when we tend to experience loss? Anger! So this is one of the big, big things, ladies and gentlemen, that's at the root of anger, frustration, resentment, bitterness, overwhelmed, wrong goals okay, that lead us to feeling bad, health problems, and, and having, and not succeeding in our life the way that we not only want to, but that we're, but that we're capable of. Everybody's gifted in something that's multiple intelligences, which is the newest theory of intelligence, and it's absolutely right. I'll never forget, and I'm sorry, I know I'm going too long, but this is the biggest issue in the world for me. So I feel like I need to share this. Um, well, maybe not. Maybe we need to go to the code. But 
<laughs> anyway, those, those are the two big issues to me is that you're taking ownership of something. And I don't know if most people know they're taking ownership of it um, when, when they don't have it. And, and, that, and that once they take ownership of it, now you've got to go get it or it goes to grief, loss, and anger. Okay. So short circuit that whole process, but don't imagine things that aren't healthy, whether it's porn or daydreaming or anything else. Imagine what is healthy. Okay. And I agree with Dave. Sex and, and I believe orgasm with someone that you love and that loves you is the Mount Everest feeling of this entire planet. But when it's with someone that you do not love and that does not love you, it hurts both of you. It hurts both of you. Okay? So healthy sex when it's right and, and, and true and, uh, and in everyone's best interest and healthy, it is the best thing in the world, and I want more of it. But, <laughs> Me too. <laughs> but when it's not, it'll destroy you. It will destroy you. And 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 you and Dave is right. You can lust related to sex. You can lust lust related to food. You can lust related to material possessions. You can lust related to you know imagining that you're you know. Bill Gates or something and, and a billionaire or, or Bezos at Amazon and, you know, you can have and do anything you want. That feels good to imagine, right? Yeah, it does. But be careful. You'll end up angry and feeling like you've lost something if you're not really careful. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So that's, I'm sorry. I've, I've, I'm on a soapbox for sure, a high one. And I apologize for that. But this is, this is, if I had not overcome this in my life, and I still have to be cognizant of it every day, but if I had not overcome this in my life, there's no way I'd be talking to you like this today. There's no way I'd be friends with uh, David Peck, who I think is one of the great, great men on this planet. Uh, there's no way I would be, have the honor of, of helping people like I've been honored to try and help them over the years. So um, uh, be careful. This, this so easily could have totally ruined my life. Um, and I, I'm not sure how I went the other way. Uh, some really great friends and well-meaning people, uh, the most wonderful wife in the world, um, they saved me. Um, because I easily could have gone the other way. And and I don't know where I'd be now, but I don't think it'd be pretty. So sorry I took so long. Dave, you wanna you wanna add anything to that? You wanna no, no, that? no, that's fine. I just could start the code. Go ahead and start the code then. Okay. This is going to be for lust. Lust, okay. We pray, we request that all destructive negative cellular memories, unhealthy habits and addictions, porn addictions false limiting beliefs any relationship issues that are related to lust sexual and otherwise but mostly sexual lust 
be found, opened, and healed through love, light, truth, and God. Amen. Okay, and the first position is both hands in the bridge. <clears throat> both hands bridge position. The lust. Second position, left hand, jaw, right hand, Adam's apple. We'll go fairly quickly with this for times. Left hand, jaw, right hand, Adam's apple. Third position is healing code two position. Left hand in the brain stem, right hand in the high bridge. Healing code two position, left hand, brain stem, right hand, high bridge. And I, I hope you guys can relate to this. My analogy would be, have you ever had a thing where someone said, yeah, I just ate a Snickers bar or something. Maybe you were a kid and you were not at all thinking of a Snickers bar. And now you have to have a Snickers bar. You can't get it off your mind until you go have a Snickers bar or or whatever. Uh, most people that's happened to you a thousand times. Right. Well, that, that's the mind control. That, the, right. right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Fourth position, left hand temple, right hand Adam's apple. Healing code one position again, left hand temple, right hand Adam's apple. Okay, fifth position now, both hands in the Adam's apple. Fifth position, healing code one, both hands, Adam's apple. Okay, and we're back to position one now, both hands in the bridge. Both hands bridge, position one. Position two, left hand jaw, right hand Adam's apple. Left hand jaw, right hand Adam's apple. Jaw. Jaw. <laughs> Jaw. J-A-H-W, right? Uh-huh. If you're from Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> Touche, Philly boy. New York boy. <laughs> Philly, I think. Okay, third position. Healing code two, left hand brainstem, right hand high bridge. Healing code two position, left hand brainstem, right hand high bridge. So, Dave, do you eat cheesesteaks every day? No, but I do like cheesesteaks. I do too. Not with the when, I, 
when I come to Philly, we're going to have a cheesesteak. Okay, definitely. Definitely. I think New York should be on the list, though, for some jazz, right? <laughs> I, I've got to go to Smalls. I've heard about Smalls my whole life. I've got to jo go. Johanna saw the uh, saw some videos from her. Oh, cool. <laughs> I haven't done that yet. Okay, fourth position, left-hand temple, right-hand Adam's apple. Back to healing code one, left-hand temple, right-hand Adam's apple. Position five now, both hands, Adam's apple. Both hands, Adam's apple. Position five, healing code one. And let's go back to position one now, both hands bridge. Both hands in the bridge, healing code one, and that'll be two complete cycles. Okay. Alex, we lost you. Oh, no. There you go. Now you're back. Oh, okay. All right. Acupuncture points. Uh, side of the hand. Temples. Under the nose, middle finger, middle of the chest, under the nipples, thumb. Under the eyes, under the arms, index finger, thumb, eyebrows, Collarbones, little finger, chin, sore spot, nine G, eyes open, closed, open, eyes down to the left. Down to the right, circle your eyes, circle them back the other way. One, two, three, four, five. All right, let's activate governing and conception vessel three times, please. Three times. If it hurts, you're pressing too hard. 
This calms the central nervous system, believe it or not. And you can do it by itself and calm your central nervous system. You can do any of these by themselves. They've all been tested, a lot of them for hundreds of years. All right. Now, healing centers, let's start with throat. Please open and harmonize. If it hurts, you're massaging too hard. Forehead, please open and harmonize. Base or root on the pubic bone, please open and harmonize. Heart, please open and harmonize. Under the belly button, please open and harmonize. Crown, please open and harmonize. Middle of the stomach, please open and harmonize. And then let's do both hands, forehead or prefrontal cortex for about a minute. This is your conscious mind, will, and emotions, conscious intention, prefrontal cortex and the other parts of the brain that, and nervous system that this is connected to, conscious intention. Mm. Both hands over the heart. Deep breath after deep breath. Let the code process. When you're ready, make a, take a look at the zero to 10 and note any change. And you can open your eyes when you're ready. And Johanna, I can stay for a few minutes here, I think. If okay. we have questions. Um, yeah, if, if anyone has a question, uh, you can raise your hand by pressing star nine on your phone. That's going to raise your hand. I'll be able to unmute you. And um, we have one question here. Please unmute your line, 5032. Your call, your number ends in 5032. I think that's the whole thing. Let's see, 2253. Yeah, 2253, I'm saying. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, but their, their phone on my screen is showing muted. They may have their own phone muted. Yeah, I'm asking. Okay, there you are. 2253. Go ahead and unmute your phone. Ah, took their hand down. Oh, <laughs> okay. Must have been an accident. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't see any other hands up, guys. Okay, well, I better get anyway. Um, I love you guys. I'm sorry for getting on the soapbox today, but please be careful what you... Think about and imagine 
it can have way bigger implications than I realized growing up and for most of, well, for a good bit of my adult life. Uh, and it can for you too. But love you. Thank you, everyone. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Thank you, Johanna. I love you. Love you too. Thanks, Helen. Um, so, David um, and everyone on the line, I'm not going to be able to do the um, the part where we do uh, custom codes or custom um, trilogies today. I'm so sorry about that, but I need to uh, take care of another appointment. But thank you for being here. Uh, everybody interested in jazz, check out the Smalls Live with <laughs> David. And uh, okay, everybody, we'll meet you again next week. God bless. Okay, thanks.